focus. I just got good. here. Sound good. I've been one, listening two, to your mouth all day, though, since we got up this morning, so you sound good. I've been running my mouth? I've been a little chit-chatty, a little smart mouth today. No, I, really? Walking Why? down Atlantic, a little smart mouth. A lot of smart mouth walking down Atlantic. I don't know where my mic's Atlantic. supposed to be anymore. It's been so long. What's going on, Sam? I'm good, good. Sam got some coffee, like you said. What was that spot that we went to today, babe? When we were out on our <laughs> daily Saturday <laughs> constitutional, babe, walking around Brooklyn. That's what you call it, a constitutional? It's very old school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a constitutional? That's what it's called. You take your morning constitutional, your evening constitutional. Was my mic on this side, Sam? I don't know where to put my mic. Are you, having, are you having some technical issues, babe? You remember which way it was supposed to be? I don't feel the comfort. Like, oh. All right, we can move it. Oh, please. Oh, There's a lot of cords and stuff on this table, babe. Work it out, babe. Is that more on this one? I think I'm feeling the left more. I don't know about how I normally do it. To the left, to the left, babe? <laughs> don't get any ideas, babe. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere, babe. Yes, You're not going to D.C. anyway. Stay in here, Beth. Stay in here with me. Come on, man. D.C. is my second my lover. home, man. Did you say my lover? My easy lover, babe. Like Phil Collins. Your easy lover? <laughs> I don't know, real babe. sweet, babe. I love that. No, but we were a gorilla cop <laughs> Was that a day. diss when they said that? She's an easy lover? I guess that's a diss, right? She's an easy lover. I think it's depending on how you, take, how you take it. But that song was not popping anyway. It's not even That wasn't popping? Worthy of conversation. That's one of Sam's joints. Sam, is that your champ right Easy lover? Okay. Sam's not feeling you on that, EJ. Easy Lover was popping. Hey, man, what I do to my arm? I'm telling you, ever since I started playing squash, I always got some kind of small injury. Say again, playing the song. Oh. Easy Lover? Still, are you waiting for me to jump Ooh, in? the drums. Was that Phil Collins on drums? You look I like you're enjoying yourself. Neither you see me and Samson up here looking at you like you've got no good sense. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Because you are. All right, we're back. Take a personal. But I was telling Sam we had a great story. Take, take you, a personal what? Uh, 26. Six. Sam was talking about coffee. I, t- t- I was telling him we had a crazy coffee experience, but I didn't want to tell him because I thought it might be good for the podcast. But I mean, really I don't know horrific. why that would be good for the podcast. Me, I just wasn't feeling that situation. We just went to some new cafe. On Atlantic. Are we going to blow up exactly where it is? Tell people not to go there? We're good, bad I mean, business? They can go there if they want to. <laughs> Maybe this situation would be better. Are we going in like that? Are we shutting down businesses? Are we not picking anything down? Pick I'm just saying, I didn't have the best experience at a little spot called Linger on Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to linger at Linger. She really, Sam, it was a funny shit because she, she went, we, I went to the bathroom there. We was running around, so we both had to use the bathroom, so. Not to do anything nasty. You don't handle all one. You know, number na- one. Number one. Grossness. So we go to the bathroom. I go to the I bathroom. I went in there to powder my nose. I come don't back speak out. For me. She's still taking like 10 minutes to order some coffee. So already I know something's kind of funky because the purpose of getting some coffee is, is a quicker process. So Danny's out there for a minute. And then um, I get back. She goes to the bathroom. We come back. I'm sitting at the table. She brings me these coffees. They look like bad milkshakes. Like it looks what, mad not milky. A mil- it, not a like, milkshake. Does it? No, it just looked like. It just looked real watery more than anything. It looked like brown water. Like yeah, it, it was like, I, with milk. it looked nasty. It looked like tan water. Uh, and she brings in these like fancy glasses and present. First of all, there's no parts of it being warm on any level. Not, really not even warm. like beyond hot. It's not even warm or whatever. Like for what, whatever the 10 minutes. We didn't order iced coffee. We ordered right. like some whatever the fuck. So I don't know. It's nasty. So then I don't want to sip it. I already ready to leave. Yeah. So then Danielle comes back. She takes a sip out of it. And then you had to call a woman over. What you say to the woman? I, I, I got up and said to her, I said, this isn't coffee. <laughs> and I said, like, no, because I really thought it was some type of mistake. I thought, I thought it was some type of mistake. And she got all offended, like, this is coffee. Da, da. I'm like, it's not coffee. This is not so a cafe like, So I tried to taste it, and I taste a little bit of the taste of coffee. I was like, it's okay, like this is coffee, coffee, but it's, it's but like it's the nasty. Of coffee. Wait, what'd you say it was though? You said that there's two ways you to know go how about sometimes it. Sometimes, if you're brewing coffee or something, and say you're just being absent-minded and you forget to put the grounds in, right. so then just the water goes through right. the coffee maker, and because coffee's always in there, the water will kind of taste like coffee. Right, because of all the old coffee that has gone through that's there. That's what we have. That's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> Remains. It was so nasty. That's when we walked to Gorilla right. Coffee, 
and I got Cafe Ole, no, and I was no, like, no. yo, <laughs> this, oh no, but Elliot tried I to pay to for pay, it. And then she got mad and insulted that we insulted her whack-ass coffee. So I was waving the tent. So we start. She's like, she's like, she's like, you don't want it to go. She was all this, like talking to us all crazy. Like you don't want it to go. I was like, no, we good. I'll just pay for you know whatever. Like I, we took the L. Like sorry, it just Went didn't to work out. Spot. We try to no because it's you. so cute. I pass by it all the time on Lang, and I wanted it to go there. And so we had. But it's time a new today. spot though, right? It's a new and business. I was. I told Elliot I want to walk on this side of the street because I can't remember what block it's on. You know how you have it in your mind right, that you're right, going someplace. Right, excited. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, there it is. And Elliot dogged me as usual for having any kind of natural enthusiasm about life. And then we finally. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally I get in there. And it's gonna the go issue. wrong at that coffee shop. I just didn't want See, to that's get your hopes up. He's proven wrong because I'll get all excited about you know Elliot. Proven right? Elliot is proven right. <laughs> See, you, yes, can, you hate him so much you can't even articulate Elliot it properly. Elliot doesn't like enthusiasm, so I at least like not enthusiasm. I don't like unwarranted enthusiasm. <laughs> and no I want to have that coffee. Be like, oh my god, Sam, that coffee's incredible. Like Sam, when you come to Brooklyn, you have to go. Like I want to be earned by you. Was you was rooting for it and came in all open eyed and excited for it and he wanted like it to that. be the jam. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. There's a possibility of getting disappointed. Yes. <laughs> that, and that's exactly what happened, Sam. As you can see. That's why I hate when he's proven right. I do. Because this just feeds his cynicism, sarcasm. That enthusiasm needs to be earned, and so does happiness and all those things. It's I a process. I operate from just, uh, just of, of just like enthusiasm and hopefulness, and just thinking that things are going to be cool somehow. And I always think the worst. What's the problem? How, like, what's the and while what's, the, I what's the effed up thing about it? That appreciate Elliot's sense of realism. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a lot of days, however grating it is. It can wear on a sister, is all I'm saying. Oh, but it wouldn't wear today, though. We had a It nice didn't. No, so we walked to Gorilla. That's why it was funny when you said you were there. Right, Because right. I go there all the time. Ellie calls it the crack house. Why? Because there's oh, always oh, a line around the block oh, yeah, at Gorilla Coffee. Yo, the woman walked, this woman walked in. She had a big laundry shopping cart. Because you see people come in waving their carriages and their kids and everything and tossing their kids to the side to get coffee. Like, it's crack house. This woman come in with, like, a big laundry cart, blah, blah. And you know when you go into a place like that, you smell the coffee. It smell like it's like like you know, yeah. It's like if you take Rosie, our dog, to like a dog spot, the dog gets excited because they smell all the other dogs. So she literally came in, and the woman comes across. She's like, she's all excited. Like <laughs> this is like she's like I'm in she's heaven. In the coffee, like, this is yeah, a coffee church, house. A church blah, blah, of coffee. You know? Yeah, I really they really get that energy at the other spot. No, I, <laughs> I try, man. I try. Well, it was nice try. walking around Brooklyn today, though. But um, I asked for Twitter questions. Let's just jump into some Twitter. Do we have any Twitter questions? Twitter questions yeah. I was angry at Asher Roth, but I wrote on Twitter, nobody gives a fuck. So I, should Somebody I even go in on him? It. I don't understand. No, I, I mean, I just don't think you need to give over. I just don't understand room. why he said what he said the way he said it. Like, I don't understand why he said that he's just talking shit. Like, it, I understand people, there's a lot of people that don't believe Obama should have won a Nobel Peace Prize this early. I get that. That's actually not the minority opinion. It's the majority opinion. Even Obama himself it's not, said... It's not my opinion. No, but even Obama himself said he's surprised and humbled and said all the right things. That doesn't so mean I he shouldn't know. have got it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't see why people are angry, reacting so angrily... Angri- angrily, is that word? Yeah. Angrily towards him winning. Like, did we have other nominees that we thought was going to win? Was anybody watching it? Like, nah, I wanted my man to win. He's bringing more <laughs> peace than Obama is. Like, did we even know the votes were coming? Like, even at least Kanye had a fucking favorite. Kanye looked at the category and he said, "This person should win, not this one." And that's why he walked out. Do you have a fucking Nobel Prize pick? Like, who should have won? I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not educated enough. And most people that are reacting angrily towards it aren't educated enough either. So I can't even buy your criticism. I just feel like everybody wants to take shots at this president who galvanized the people to put him in this position. So now because we don't think he's moving fast enough or whatever criticism we have, everybody always want to take shots at him. So Asheroff, somebody who already made an insensitive comment about African Americans before, decides to talk about how Obama's just talking shit or whatever comment. I still don't understand what he meant by the comment. Then he wants to go off into his whole idealistic, you know, seek truth and all this other shit like Charles Hamilton. Like, like these fucking 80s baby disco kids, they make these blanket ass statements and then they want to build their own philosophy and they're so much smarter than us that we don't even understand that it's so deep and now I guess Obama's corrupted by the system and it's, we need to seek truth and I don't know what the fuck like all I know is 
you're a white dude, you're in hip hop culture, a culture that was started by blacks and Latinos. I expect you to conduct yourself in a better way. I expect that if you made an asshole remark, a bad joke months ago, that you're sensitive to how you criticize things. If you want to present something and you want to say, hey, I'm Asher Roth, I'm a white kid, I love hip hop, I'm part of the youth that, that helped generate this position that Obama's in, to help put Obama into office, and I'm very disappointed in what he's done so far since he's been in that position, I feel like I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and led astray, then write that. I can respect that, whether I agree or not. But just to make blanket statements that don't make any sense in the moment, you know, I was just very angry. So I said to him that I felt I met his disrespect with that disrespect, like white boy need to watch his mouth because I feel That's like... That's how you do it on Twitter all Yeah, day? because at the end... Because also then BDOT wrote something... Like BDOT, like again, because I'm home dealing with this Verizon shit. We got the Fios... Is it Fios? Fios. That's call it? Fios. Fios, which Fios is fire, baby. Fios is, is ridiculous. And if you ever get it to your home, they fucking are in your house for like four to eight hours to install it. <laughs> So I couldn't even blog Friday in between having all these men in our house. We also had all these goddamn people um, in because we're getting the apartment contractors and designers and everybody's measuring we're trying things. Trying to get it together. We're trying it was to popping get it at the Casa de Wilson <laughs> on Friday. So in between all that, I'm you know hoping I'm still online. I'm sending BDI like 60, 70 emails and eight million links and blah blah. And um, when he covered the Asher Roth thing, you know he, he did a great job and he found a photo of Asher. Um, from the video wearing the Obama t-shirt and all this other shit and all that. But I just felt like he just was writing it from a perspective like, you know, let Asher speak. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. This is America, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I just feel like he was disrespectful. My reaction is to react with, to him with disrespect. Like, watch your mouth. Like, why are you so out of pocket and feel like you can speak so crazy about some situation that I don't think you're probably knowledgeable enough about? Can and I just, can I just why play? can't I check you on that? Can I just like, play? Can I get the one more part I... out before I forget? So then BDOT's whole thing is that we live in this post-racial America. And I hate that fucking term. We don't live in no goddamn post-racial America. We live in America in transition. We like to get to be in a post-racial America. That's what a lot of us have our eyes on the prize, Danny Dan style, optimistically want to trudge ahead <laughs> towards it. But we're not fucking there. We're in America in transition. Let with me a interrupt you and ask you a question. Years, let me play devil's advocate we're here. We're in a country into because the goddamn ground. Let me just play ground. devil's advocate here. <laughs> a post-racial I'm going to tell you America. something. If I'm Asher Roth and I'm not, if I'm Asher Roth, what about just the plain old thing of freedom of speech? He can't speak his mind? And I can say, watch your mouth, white boy, because I feel like you're being disrespectful, and you haven't learned from the mistake you made before. And I'm personally just angry because I feel like I defended the kid the last time for what he said because I can understand what, what he was he doing. What did he say last time, babe? He said, I'm in, I'm in New Jersey, Rutgers, whatever, wear the nappy-headed hose at or something like that. Now, to me, that's a bad joke, but he's being he's smart-ass, and he's being, making a bad joke. There's comedy to that, like... When you think Jersey now, you think that school, you think of Imus's comment, Nappy Head. I, I see the projectory. That's a bad joke. Trajectory, uh-huh. I, what is it? What did I say? Project. You said projectory, which is a new word that I like. I'm making it up. Probably not the <laughs> word. It's trajectory. It, I think it is. <laughs> this is why you and Sam are here. Um, but, so I get that. I understood that. But I don't get Let me find this comment that I just didn't like. Else. Didn't know you could win the peace. No, let me, just, let me just get this out quick. I just have to get this out. Let okay, get it out, get it out, get it out. Didn't know you could win the peace prize by just talking shit. You don't like, like that. what are you talking about? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. The guy said, I humbly accept the award. How's that talking shit? Did he grab his crotch and say, I think he means Yeah, motherfuckers, that you know I'm the Nobel Peace Prize winner. Let me and just I'm say, motherfucker let president. me say that I do think that it's <laughs> amazing and great. And I think that it affirms the path that our president is on, that he won this prize. I do. It's all serious now. Quiet. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah I, yeah, I think that's how people should react towards it. But I think it's what, also I the think what Mr. Roth is alluding to is the idea that some people have that he was, that President Obama was given the award before any actual real accomplishments, that he's been talking a lot and he's yet to really do anything really major. I think that's what Mr. Roth is alluding to. Okay. I don't particularly agree with that. 
I'm again just over here playing devil's advocate. No, but I, I get that. Some people that, that put him into office are disappointed and don't feel that he's moving and getting things done quick enough. Uh-huh. But I don't know, just the implication of by just talking shit. It's a big and country. The, and just the disrespect. As a wise man once it. said, it's a, this is huh? a big ship to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> not, you know, not making excuses for a president. I don't, know, I don't he, agree with everything that, every move that he's making. But, but, his, but I do but, think that this is a big ship to turn around. But also, but then I get it. You don't, he even, he said in some ways he's humbled by it, thinks it's premature, he doesn't deserve it or whatever, but he's still going to accept it. So, but why be angry about that? All that's ultimately saying to me is that the now the world views our American president as somebody who conducts himself with class and dignity, and his higher goal is, is to, is to make those things happen it's and peace. change the world. It's peace. peace. Which is the complete opposite of what he just followed up from, from George W. Bush. I don't understand why, at the end of the day, though, that's something to be angry about. Like why? Oh, are you well, I mean, I mean, you, you, you because hit, now you're that big question. That, that yeah. whatever, like he's not gonna, now he's definitely not going to do shit for the rest of his tenure. And whenever you ask him about stuff, he's going to be like, nah, just polish off his peace, his Nobel Peace Prize, and say, no, I already got this, so now I don't have to do nothing. I think he knows he has to try to. He has to. There, there are there's there there are a lot of people who don't believe that happen. that that President Obama should be President Obama. But this is probably somebody who thought he should be and is disappointed by his performance. That's one thing. But I just feel like I don't, you have I don't to even. Word that here's better. my whole thing. Really, I'm happy to discuss President Obama. I'm happy to discuss if he should have received the Nobel Peace Prize or not. I'm happy to discuss um, the cultural wars that are going on in this country. But I'm not happy to continue discussing this gentleman that we're discussing. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel the need to keep giving it like energy. Well, I really don't. Because I think the other way, you didn't. You didn't. You. I was more. I was less offended by the Rutgers comment. You were offended by that. But let's just change the other part of it, which I think we talk about a lot. And you're. And you're. And you see it a lot more. Now that your beat is more politics and the job you have, mm-hmm. just the way now that Obama's president, he gets treated to me overall with a lack of respect that usually presidents are, are, are dealt with or are treated with. Right? You said something about some rule where they don't refer to him. As president, yeah, they a lot change, they, change. they call him by his first name. They, like, don't, they don't call him by his first name. <laughs> no, no, Bar- they say Barack. Yeah, the associ- Obama the Associated Press changed their style right around the time af- after President Obama was inaugurated, where they used to say, you know, whenever they referred to the president of the United States, they would always refer to the person as like President Carter, President Bush, President. President being like the first name, basically. Yes, yeah. and it, it, you know, there are some who believe that that instilled the kind of like. A sort of an informality, like he's the head of our country, he's the father of our country. You don't always have to invoke his first name. It's just like we know him well enough just to call him that. Um, and that by always now referring to presidents, supposedly from here on out, they've changed it to where it would always be when they refer to a president in their text as like President George Bush, President James Carter, President Warren, with the first name, that it puts him more at a remove from the country. Um, so I, I just feel. It's weird that the that the Associated Press decided to make that change, just so from what I understand, as President Barack Obama, right. as, opposed to, as opposed yes, to yes, President right. Obama, yes. Um, so that maybe the American people don't have like a familiar relationship with him as they've had uh, with past presidents in terms of how they read. Just questions to whether he's still a citizen. All this dumb shit. I just I just don't understand but, like how are you helping the cause then if you think he's not moving fast enough. And you want to be this powerful person. You want to galvanize people, and you're so deep and so fucking smart. How is then attacking him going to help the situation? I don't understand. So when Mayor John McCain's not in office, like we thought it would be more, so much. Like those are our two choices. So we got I'm this just guy. If and I'm let's say he's work- not moving fast enough. I don't understand how attacking him helps the situation. I think that by and me, I'm by not me, even Mr. Optimism I think about that you, by right? me working at theroot.com and you work, I think that you're getting influenced by uh, <laughs> my new position, babe. I'm really feeling. No, I think I think that we have been talking politics more around the house since um, since I've been in my new position. And uh, maybe Obama can't get shit done because he's facing all types of resistance from fucking people, even the ones <laughs> that help put him in fucking office. Have you ever thought of that? I mean, are you asking me? I'm just saying. I don't understand. What are you mad at? That a fucking McCain's Ellie, not president? You're asking, but what are people mad? I mean, if you want to know the answer to the question, from my point of view, happen. what I think is, I think that this country, I think that this country is, as you said, in a period of transition. I think that it is not magical 
that just because our president is African-American that suddenly everyone in this country is absolutely thrilled about that fact. I think that it is more historic even than we've all thought that it would be, that this country is having a belated response to the fact that, to quote, I guess, Jeezy, our president is black. Mm -hmm. It's different for white people. It's different for black people. It's different for all the other races. I think that in many cases, African Americans in this country are, are possibly holding our president to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. um, I think that many people in the mainstream, white people and otherwise, are, are, are having, what is it called? A post-traumatic shock. They're experiencing it. That it all happened, you know, he was not winning and he was not doing well and then all of a sudden he's the nominee and then nobody thought it could work and then the thing with McCain pulling out and Obama being like the picture of class and organization and thoroughness by saying you got it, the president has to be able to do, which I think is, was the turning point for this country, was when, when, when McCain pulled out of the race because of the economic slide and he said we need to suspend the, the campaign. <laughs> oh, was that what it was, the debate? Because I just think he didn't want to debate. Um, and, and Obama was like, yo, when you're president of the United States, you have to be able to do more than one thing at one time. I actually think it was that statement that led to him being president of the United States. It just made him look like he could handle whatever. And, and then all of a sudden he wins. Amazing. Everyone's crying. Everyone's mad. No one can believe it. Blink. He's inaugurated. Insane. A black man and a black woman dancing the first dance of this country. Mrs. Obama in that beautiful white dress, him in his tuxedo, Beyonce singing the first song. It's like, what country is this? <laughs> and cut. You see what I'm saying? It's like, is this a movie? Is this science fiction? <laughs> Clear. Meanwhile, no one has a job. Everybody's broke. <laughs> if you ain't laid off, you're worried you're going to get laid off. Everything you wanted to buy this year, you haven't bought. There's a war over here in Iraq. There's another one going on in um, uh, 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 Afghanistan. And then in Iran, there's drama with what's going on with nuclear facilities and with that guy who's running that country. It's, it's just the uh, it's a lot going on. There's, there's <laughs> healthcare, the situation going on. It's just like... Everything is just moving at the speed of light. Everything is covered down to the last period and comma on the internet every 0.5 seconds. And we look up and there is not, for anybody in this country, white, black, or otherwise, the familiar, older, white, male, white-haired face that has always functioned as a source of comfort for American citizens, even if you don't like the person that was in office. Mm -hmm. At least you knew. You look up, it's that dude. He's white, he's got white I hair. Also, I love him or hate him. This is what we're looking up to I right now. We're looking up to a black man who clearly looks like somebody, frankly, that me and you could have went out with and had drinks last night. And he's a leader of the free world. This country is going he's through it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he's chilling. He's playing golf. He's playing basketball. He's making. He's accepting Nobel Peace Prizes. This country, everybody is going through it. This is a trend. This is a historic transition for this country. And I think it was short-sighted for everybody to act like it was all just going to be accepted, and everybody was just going to go along with it, whether you liked it or not. That we didn't anticipate these cultural wars that are going on right now. But isn't also which people, only reaffirms to me that, that this is not a post-racial. That it reaffirms to me that this is not a post-racial situation that we are living in right now. I just think that people also feel like there was so much about the process of getting him into the position that now, like, what's our, like, what do we, like, like now we're like kind of left hanging. Like, what could we do to help in this war? What could we do to do all these things? And be part and the of the campaign. And that's what everybody was saying. And it doesn't feel yes, like we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. That was the theme, wasn't it, Sam? Right, that was a slogan. Yes, we can. Where's the we right now? Including myself in that. 
Where's no, the weed? I think that this, the thing is, before we would feel like we're not part of the process. Like, yes, but now that we, we are. intimidated by it, that there's some white men there. Yes. Like, this is some other shit we don't Or understand. even just as de- Democrats yeah. just haven't yeah. been in power in a long time. All of a sudden, we're all here, and what are we doing? But talking a lot of stuff. About what, about what Obama? <laughs> is that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't. America, that's what I'm saying. That's why, as shit. much as as Mr. Ross' comments might irritate you, I just feel like what's anybody doing but sitting on Twitter? Somebody's blog said the other day that that while the Republicans are talking about Obama and his camp, you know, being a socialist and fascist and naming all the SARS and all this kind of stuff that frankly maybe the other side is really acting like that because the democratic side is so quiet right now in the face of all this. I don't see people rushing to Obama's defense. I don't really see a lot of people marching in the streets in favor of the man that they elected into this office. I don't see a lot of people marching in the streets, signing petitions, um, storming Congress angrily, talking about I must have health care. Um, I don't see people, uh, I saw in another blog, somebody was saying they were down on Wall Street and they don't understand why people aren't down there um, marching and quote unquote talking shit, if I could steal that uh, phrase, about where are the jobs? All white, Wall Street is wiped out. And everybody just kind of fell back and been like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is just the way it is right now. So all just complacent and angry. I mean, it seems, <laughs> or, or to me, beat down, or to me, online all the time and all the energy and all the statements that used to be written in sharpie and painted on placards and held up high marching down the street is now typed out in 140 characters on twitter i think that and and everyone's blogging instead of speaking out behind a megaphone and asking for what they want that's what i think it is and i'm not saying it like i'm apart from it i'm not saying it like i'm apart from it I'm saying it like I'm a part of it. No, I'm, we just have to figure out. What I'm just saying, pointing fingers is ridiculous. I hate to. Yeah, I, I mean, once us again, saying, I don't say, know what we gain from from attacking our president. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself <laughs> and make a change. I think that's what Asher was really saying. <laughs> <laughs> and if only he could galvanize people to actually buy his record. <laughs> Maybe oh. we maybe we take anything he says seriously. Here we go. Here right, we please, go. Can we do another topic? I know you. You started it off. You jumped it off like because Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know what's going on with you. I guess I guess he's just angry at. He's angry at Obama. It feels like Obama's not doing enough. I get it. Yeah, but okay. The way Obama he is it, one man. And the tone of one what man. he said, I just didn't like. That's all I'm saying. And I, I just think that he needs to be. I think at the end of the day, though, besides being a, a, a president. I look at Obama's that he's still an African American male, he's a black man, and here you are, a guy who's made insensitive comments towards black people earlier in the year. I just think that you would, you know, that's the con- I think the it's the sentence. context. Just the context. It's the context of his comments that are bothering me the most. I yeah. honestly can I, give. I, th- I think somebody, I think Reggie and somebody a, writing about their disappointment of being somebody of the youth. Please flee about what homeboy says. I think I'd be very interested, like I was saying, if somebody young was writing some blog about how they're disappointed in Obama's performance and what he's not doing and really map out to me what could be done and he's not doing it and those kind of things. Like, that's fine. It's okay to criticize our president. I just feel like we felt engaged enough more than ever to help put somebody in office and I don't think we should just turn on this person because we don't think that he's not moving fast enough. I don't, you know? I don't, I was going to say for the record and in front of Sam that I don't know who you are right now. I have what? no idea who you are. No, it's true. We, I'm not saying I'm no, like no. I'm not saying that that, that it's bad what you're saying. I'm just saying <laughs> that it is really refreshing and amazing to me that you are speaking because on politics in this country with the eloquent eloquence and passion that you are speaking about it. Like I'm just saying that the reality is. Why gotta be the N word out here? I'm crazy. Why gotta be the N word? I didn't mean in the open nasty nice? way. I meant it in the endearment way. The, the I'm a. about to curse you out on the air. You lucky just, Sam's here. I'm just being, I'm being comedic. Let me. I'm being comedic. Not funny. All I'm saying is that I'm like most people, like Asher and me and everybody else, we felt for the first time part of this situation. That's all I'm saying. So we need to educate ourselves more about what we can do to help the situation instead of just sitting back and being like, he ain't ended the war yet. He ain't in the war yet. He's whack. Like, 
Come on, like what? I don't know what. You're I don't coming, know. You're coming to DC with me next huh? time. Huh? I'm gonna get a job at the root. I can learn about do some things. <laughs> I'm just saying, you come to DC. <laughs> I'm gonna stand you on <laughs> on the hill with a megaphone. That's what I'm about to do. Seriously, I love you though, but call me that word again on the air and I'm going to beat you. I meant it as a joke to balance it out. I'm not for laughing. Oh, all God. right. It's just a joke. Do you feel it's that... you hanging it, out with all those bougie black folks up in D.C. now. Play it, play it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's hip-hop. 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 Hip-hop, hip-hop, hip-hop. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. How do you feel about NBC canceling Southland for more Jay Leno time? What's Southland? Oh, oh man. What the hell's that? I've never watched it. It was a new show on NBC. Was it good? I thought it was pretty good. They canceled it for early. Well, Leno's been on. It wasn't recent. You right, to get right. one of the That's a shout five. out to um, Matthew. People really uh, want Danielle um, to weigh in on that? That's the topic? Well, people know I like those type of shows. I just don't watch Southland. Oh. So maybe and that I says something in and of itself. A comment on the cheaper Ah, got you. See, that's what I'm saying. Right, like the ratings were good in the beginning, and now he's struggling. That's that's like that's seen as kind of like the new model for TV, which is just like how cheap can you do it? Yeah, Yeah. like rather than having a scripted show with actors you got to pay and go on location and et cetera, et cetera. I'm glad the reality's running this course in a lot of ways, and I think that that's the transition. But I still think at the end of the day, though, like like I always say, like I feel like what we want to do eventually, either me, you, together, or me, you, separately, or whatever way it works out, or of guiding the young mind with the right idea, is is create that sitcom or that drama. Because I feel like that still trumps everything. I think the old formula is still the winning one. That if you can come up with this great series idea with great characters and good writing, great writing, and, and create a franchise, like that's still the money maker. I just think that people think so. are soured on that. Was so. it good, Sam? What was good about no, it? it? Wasn't, no, it was, I mean, it can't be good because it only had like a six or seven uh, episode season. Rose, please. But Sam people are questioning that because for a show like 30 Rock, which always gets um, critical reviews and things like that. People don't see it. People don't watch. I see, and I'm not on the 30 Rock bandwagon. I, I Mad guess Men, it's... same thing. And AMC's t- t- able to keep on Mad Men because it only has really like two. Think those shows are real smart though. Like I think that right. at the end of the day, you, you like, should have to be smart. Seinfeld, uh, well see. It's, right, because of Seinfeld too. That's yeah. what people are asking. Is that so I mean, viable? just Tina, and, and that's, like I just feel like at the end of the day though, there's also, I think a lot, I look at something like a 30 Rock or, mm-hmm. what's the other show, 30 um, The Office, Mad Men. I feel like those shows are just, are very smart and well done, but I think there's still a lack of like, I want to put the dude from Mad Men on the front of my fucking lunchbox. Like, you oh, know what I mean? See. Like, I think that there's still an element of, like, people still want stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Tina Fey is the understudy, like, star. Tracy Morgan is his breakout. But it's like, I just feel like also it's about stars and characters that you want to buy the T-shirt of. You want to grab them, too, with that level of it. Like, I grew up with, you know, uh, Henry Winkler, Fonzie, and, and yeah, Jimmy yeah. Walker. And even though those weren't smart shows... I think, you know, Sam Malone, I think there's characters, you know, Bill, uh, Cliff Huxtable, there's characters that there's that lead character that also galvanizes you and grabs you in. I don't know if those shows really have those either, you know? They're like smart ensemble things right. that are real smart, and I think those have a place too, but, you know, I just think that at the end of the day, it's, it's harder to do good reality, and it's harder to do those kind of shows right. I think Jay Lynn was smart enough that, that him being a comedian... I, I haven't seen the Jay Lynn show, and to yeah. be honest with you, I have no desire to watch it. I, but okay. then I don't, I don't even like... I don't like... I don't like those... You don't like talk show. You're not into big talk no, show. No, I'm not. It's just honor to me. I don't care what... <laughs> I mean, I've covered celebrities for so long, I'm, I haven't been interested in 100 years in seeing what they're saying at 11.30 at night when I could be reading or, you know, in the last few years watching something that I DVR. So we don't actually know how bad Monique's show is. We haven't never seen it. Yet. I've never seen Monique's show. But sometimes I'll, I'll catch a you show. Though, it, right? No, I'll catch a show sometimes and I'll think it's cute. Like, I, I like Wendy Williams um, talk show a couple times yeah. that I've caught it. I like her because she's so fully herself. Yeah. You know, and she just being, she's really just doing her. See, I think it's and I respect it, but at the same time, that does not mean I'm going, it's not must-see TV for me. I still think it's based on stars, though, Sam. Like, I think at the end of the day, you want that central figure that galvanizes the whole situation, which is why, you know, 
you know, Chappelle show. It's anchored by Dave Chappelle. Like, I just think at the end of the day, it's that lead person. People that want somebody to buy into. The people want, want somebody to buy into. They want somebody, they want to, somebody buy into. to lead to that. That's deeper than just that person. But that person has to be the lightning beam of it. I just don't know if there's going to be you know? those big, big shows anymore. Where, where like when like you, you remember? I'm old enough to remember when Mash was on, um, and I remember when Mash, you know, closed down or had yeah. their season finale. It's like, I don't know, some like. 65% of huge. the country yeah, watched it. Yeah. Um, same kind of thing for like Mary Tyler Moore's um, last show. You think of somebody like the, the speaking of the Huxables, the, um, the Cosby shows, 50, 49% of the country um, watched that. I don't know if everyone in the country's taste is as similar as it used to be. Because um, there's too many, yeah. so many choices now, and you don't like, feel as invested that you have to watch shows in the moment when they're on the air either. You TV, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You talk about. I'll get around to watching the Entourage season finale. You know, when I get, I, I'm more. Yeah, I mean, it's just the same as it used to be. I mean, things are just much more niche niche now. They're just super niche niche. Okay, so you want another question? But I think it's more about the lack of stars. There's lack of stars in music. There's lack of stars, new stars. Because people don't all like the same person because there's just way more people to like. If you don't see anything on TV that you like, you could go watch a webisode or something. You could go, you know what I mean? You could download some some Japanese cartoon. Eddie Murphy? I don't, I don't even find Tracy his name is Chris, anymore. His like, name is, isn't his name Chris Rock? I don't know. No, that same, but that same ass Chris Rock. That's what I'm saying. We're in this Daniel Smith, Elliot Wilson, Brett Favre, Jay-Z world. Where are you new Brett niggas? Favre. Like, where are you new Chris kids? Is, Chris Rock is he? Chris Rock just made a documentary. He's doing another I'm movie. I'm saying he's from our crew. Who's the new one? Tracy like, Morgan, can he live? He's not even new What's himself. What's up with Mike Epps? Marlon Wayans just signed on to be Richard Pryor that. in the new biopic. So, I mean, what do you want, EJ? in South Central movie 1990. Whatever, he's living color. Can it take a, I mean, can people, I mean, as you I'm are, can people live? New, can they have a long career? Can he do what he's doing? Roth? I want to know where the new kid is. Ask Roth being 10 minutes. Do you remember what it was like when Eddie Murphy came to the, to the game? You know, was I'm not Eddie on Murphy Eddie Murphy right? like that. You remember Sam, right? I don't remember. Eddie Murphy. All that Eddie oh, Murphy so raw and all that. So it's not that you're old. It's just I'm not. I don't like stand-up comedy like that. I'm just some. Well, you the Chappelle phenomenon. And Chappelle's not even young, but I'm just saying that having some new energy and this new person that's that's so talented and so smart and so sharp, it galvanizes everything. This is not enough stars. Stars make everything better. You know why magazines don't there's sell anymore, too? There's a full quote. Stars make everything, everything stars better. Stars make everything better. It's ridiculous. It's true. You, you can't sell a magazine? Why? Because there's nobody you can put in the motherfucking cover that's going to sell hey, 40% of hey, your magazine. This is family there's television nobody. with all that cursing. That's what you talk about the thing. It's like, why do you think so that if somebody dies, God forbid, like Michael Jackson or Ted Kennedy, that's all people want to put in the cover because those are stars. Be a star. It's also news. Stop babe. talking about being a star and be a star. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody talks. Like, all these kids talk about, I'm a star. My wife's a star. Be a star. Oh, like, please put all that conceitedness. I'm, I'm not in star. Be a star. Like, that's the thing. What's the name of the actor that's the lead guy in Mad Men? I like him, but I don't know what his name is. John Ham. I don't know his name. John Ham. I don't want a John Ham t-shirt. I don't want a John Ham lunchbox. I don't know who is that. Who is he? I don't know if people really rock lunch boxes anymore. Yeah. Though, so it comes down to it. That's true. It's really no, what I'm saying. Lunch boxes was like the the, the measuring. I mean, do you want a John Ham? Do you want a John Ham sticker on the back of your laptop? Is what it comes down I to. Put a, I put a fire faucet poster back of my bed, like Charlie's Angels, Happy Days. Like I want to make that. Like I want to make that. I don't want to make. Some bad Volvo, Volvo fucking. Well, maybe like the kids. I, I would maybe, bring back variety shows, but I think variety shows are lacking. Like like so you like Jay Leno then? It's kind of a variety no, no, show, no, isn't it? Yeah. Nah. I mean, I haven't seen it again. I don't know. No, it's more they sit down too much for it to be a variety. Yeah, show, right? it's 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 just it's it's it's, it's this what's a variety show, show? like Showtime show. at the Apollo? No, it's like um, entertainment. The brother and sister. So share for example. Oh, I, they should bring that back. You sounded straight like Janelle when you said that. Opening number. The Jacksons <laughs> had one. Yeah, Jackson's it was great. Had What's up with that? You act, you sing, you dance. It's entertainment. Yeah. I don't know why it was out. Variety. Variety shows. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Me, me and Sonny and Sharon, me no, and Don Marie. It could be awesome, though. It could be raunchy. So, That's the point. was a variety show. I, I don't. Somewhat. 
not yeah, real coffee. Exactly. I mean, you joke, but it's true. That's what people would do. They would stand out front and pass out flyers and say, "This is a waste of money." They would stand out on the they would stand on the place where um, this kid was so horribly beaten to death, and you know what I mean. And they would march. They would call down a police commissioner, and somebody would be rapping, and somebody else would be playing the drums, and the community would come together and acknowledge together that this is a wrong, and I'm not saying they haven't been doing that in Chicago, I'm just saying there's probably less of it than there was, say there would have been when it happened to Sean Bell, when it happened to um, Diallo, et cetera, et cetera, because people were not as, as on, on, line, line as they are now, now. Repeat. <laughs> Let me see what else we got at Twitter. Because I certainly have nothing I want to talk to you about. <laughs> Zero zip. Zero zilch. But you love me because of my political awareness. And I was walking down the street with you. I was feeling so about you. I was walking down the street today and I was just feeling. The thing about being in D.C. so much is I will say it makes me appreciate my husband a little bit more than normal. Like I'm. Distance, distance, distance is making the hard girl. Like I just really feel. Hey. You're so surface. So I was walking down the street today and it's just it's a gorgeous day. In Brooklyn, it's like a classic, like October fall Brooklyn day. It's not humid. It's not some, raining. Some winter coats. Yes, we got, <laughs> we got our winter coats today. Um, and you know, we're walking down Atlantic, and I'm feeling all like skipping down the street. Seriously, right, right. I'm lucky to have you know what I mean. No, no, My relationship. What, no, no. What's your mama say? That always cracks me up. Two fools together. No, no. The other one. What? Uh, what's the other thing your mama? Oh, says? walking down the street, holding hands and kicking cans. Yeah, making plans. Too. Yeah, holding hands, kicking plans, and making plans. That's when you know you're in love. That's what my mother always says. Holding hands, so yes, and, and making plans. plans. Yeah, so that's what we were doing today. And I was just holding his arm, holding his hand, just feeling all like yummy, yummy, boyfriend, girlfriend, not old, hurt, husband, and wife. And um, then I get to the podcast, and you just wild out in front of company. I think I had to balance out all the positiveness of all that president and, and me looking so, you know, Politically aware. Why you always gotta smart. hurt the ones you love, babe? What's going on with that? <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool, because I'm about to start crying right in front of Sam. Damn, please. It's emotional abuse. Now, when people ask you, are you and Elliot good? You're gonna be like, I don't know. No, I always say me and Elliot are good, even when I can't stand you. How's everything going with you now? It's fantastic. We could have just like thrown all kind of frying pans at each other. I'd be like, it's great. <laughs> we know it's wrong. I'm trying to think. Oh, somebody asked, what's the name of the podcast? Shout out to DJ Genius. Take it personal. Wow, one family name. day. We got to do it. <laughs> Welcome to the family. family. Welcome back. to the Take It Personal that. family. Um, somebody at New York Delight asked me, have I listened to Cuddy's album? No, sorry, I have not listened to Cuddy's album. Is she in the emo rap mood? Yeah. <laughs> have you listened to it? I like it, I, I, but I don't go back and listen to it. I, I, you have to be in the right framework. It's, it's not the average rap album, but I think it's well put together. I listened to it once or twice, but I haven't listened to it in a minute. Here's a question that I'm sure you love answering. Shout out to at Mark Parham. Mm -hmm. What would what do you What's like? Take rap radar to the top. No. <laughs> Hard work and dedication. My hadn't brother. really said rap radar enough in this podcast yet. Had you didn't to get say it in. Thoughts, well, had to get it in. What's going on with the rap radar? Nothing like that. Because I'm not feeling That's you right, right now. <laughs> I'm not feeling you right now. He behaves like, Danielle, must be problems in here. She didn't really ask about what's going on with the rap radar. I'm not thinking about the rap radar. I'm sorry, what's his question? I'm really not thinking about it. Please, you're about to go out. You have a hot day tonight? You want to talk about your hot day? No, I don't. Exactly. So read the question, please. You're getting on my nerves to the imp. What's that do? I'm going to stop. Really? Okay. What was the question? What, shout out to Admar Parham. What would, what do you like about hip hop in 2009, and what would you change about hip hop oh, in 2009? Yes, yeah, too big of a question. What do I like? About I live I live in a house with Elliot Wilson where we listen to lots and lots of Jay Z up in this piece. So <laughs> yeah, has any got, other record come out this a year? Pretty good year. Nah, I, I mean, I'm happy that Jay Z's you know is. is uh, Further solidifying his legacy. What do I think is what? What do I think is missing? What's the negative side? How would you change? I don't know. It's got to be like. I, I know mean, you there's never enough good music. I, I like some more. More, please. I mean, I don't uh, know. New, Je <laughs> new Jeezy single, though. I like Jeezy to actually put out an album this year. That'd be nice. Not uh, but um, I think Eminem should have been on the hottest MC list. I said that. I don't know. I mean, I I, I have a form to articulate that. It changes as, as days go on. But um, 
Overall, I think... Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of music recently, because when I'm on the train now, I'm always on my computer. Um, I think we've had some good albums. I, I enjoy Ray's album. I enjoy Jay's album. Um, you know, there's a lot of good albums right now. Or decent enough albums. I think that you could put together a pretty solid playlist nowadays. This hasn't been a bad year in rap. It hasn't been the greatest, but I think it's been a pretty solid year so far. I don't. The one thing I don't like is that it used to be like a lot of times. I don't now, like Whitney's album. Whose album? Whitney. Really? Oh, you've been listening to a lot? Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot, but when I am listening to it, I just. I think what's about I, it that's not good. I mean, I don't know. Really? Better way to say it. No. I, I, and I have to give a shout out to a lot of the producers and stuff on the album, songwriters. I think some of that is really good. I just. It's something that. It's something about it that doesn't seem like it's. An album that came out this year or something like it's. Feels old. It feels a little old. It feels um. Time capsule. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I I feel like it's not authentic to what she appears to be going through right now. And um, she didn't really want to bear her soul. With it. Yeah, and I feel like that's what I get into music for. Is 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 somebody bold enough? She's withholding. Yeah. Somebody bold enough and talented enough to really give it all up. And you don't even have to have written a song. You could just be working with somebody that gets you, and and really uh, and really takes it there. I just feel like, I, not to quote an old Whitney song, but I want to know. <laughs> I, I want to know if That's he funny. really. But you know what I mean. That's I want to know. We all want to know. I want to know, and I want to know more. Not not. Like what you what she told Oprah is all well and good, and it was all very hesitant, and there were a lot of pull quotes and and but I I, I don't even really I don't need every detail of everything that happened with her and Bobby. I don't need every detail of if she did crack or the difference between the crack that you smoke and the cocaine that you put on your gums and up your nose. Not that I know anything about that. Um, I don't need <laughs> to know if you're still drinking or not. Um, what I need to know is is what I want to know is, how, what's another song? Is How Does It Feel? Is that D'Angelo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does, why am I speaking <laughs> in song lyrics today? Um, how does it feel? Where are you at? There are a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of people who have gone through and who will go through, currently going through, what Miss Houston has gone through. Yeah. Whether it's that addiction, yeah. toxic relationship, Power issues and relationships, Elliot. <laughs> Why are you pointing uh, me, babe? I, I don't point, babe. I winked. Um, but like, like, where's that? Where's the? That's what that's what soul music is made of. Is is people singing from their soul? People giving us a little piece of their heart. Like, it's where good hip hop comes that's from. Your Winnie, that's your Winnie Houston review. Who stole the soul? <laughs> why, are we speaking in, why are we speaking in song lyrics? I don't know what's going on. Because music is our life. <laughs> it's not one want a joke. I went to Man in the Mirror. Like, speaking in song titles. Do we run this city, this town? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, you going to run this town tonight? I'm really not going to run this town tonight. Um, no, but I just, I just want, you know, I, I just, I want, it's and hard, frankly, I think it's hard it is hard, but that's what makes, to go back to what you were saying, is a real superstar. That's what, that's what's between, um, for lack of a better term, the men and the boys, the girls and the women. It's like, who is doing it? Like, something about, um, and I don't want to get into the whole Alicia Keys, Mishana thing, um, <laughs> but I will say this, something to me that's often missing from Alicia Keys's albums it's just what I'm talking about. Like I, I always feel like after listening to an Alicia Keys album, I still don't really know who she is. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's a beautiful girl, talented girl, and a superstar. But I feel like I don't really know what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. But then she gets with somebody, and again, I know this is a people feel like this is a house that jocks to Jay Z. But I feel like uh, Empire State of Mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know a little bit more about who she is. I feel like. She's singing so soulfully on that song. Um, and that's that's what I want from my music. That's what I want from, like, when I hear, um, what's my song, Speaking About Cities, put on for my city? I'm sure I've talked at length on this podcast about <laughs> how put on for my city is one of the best songs of the last decade, and et cetera, et cetera. I could go on and on. Um, the mix with 
obviously Jeezy and then Kanye and Jay. Am I right? All three of them. The special mix. <laughs> Always like the remix well, you name. Can, you love the song so much, you must combine the album version <laughs> and the remix together. Right? In any case, it's just like, because those are like soulful deliveries. You know what I'm saying? It, Some soul music, that's what you're trying to say. You know something? I try to go there with you. I'm just saying. You're always dampening my enthusiasm. I just, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting emotional. No, I mean, and I'm like, also into our work and everything we do. It. You feel like somebody. I know. I'm, I'm not even. No, I'm not even talking about me or you right now. I'm any just kind talking of about. Art, I'm saying. Yeah, any yeah. kind of art. It's like yeah. you have to. You have to put your soul. So that. So I don't know why I started talking about Whitney. Probably because I have to, been but listening. I think we're more attracted to, to things that. I'm more attracted to stuff yeah. like that. That people just give it up. They just. Give it up, and it's hard when you're creating something because whether people admit it or not, you're making choices. If you're a writer, for example, with every sentence that you write, you're making choices as a songwriter with every line you write. You're making choices as a rapper with everything that you're saying, and you can make choices of, and whether they're conscious or subconscious, you're making choices like, am I going to go there or am I not going to go there? Am I going to act like I'm going there and hope people think that I'm there? What you know, you make well, these choices. <laughs> yes. Or I'm gonna write a song called or I'm gonna perform a song called Papers and is it gonna be really <laughs> is it gonna be really how I feel? I'm just saying. Hello, Mr. I mean Raymond. people asking about new music, I'm talking about the stuff I'm hearing and I just you know what I mean? Trying to think of what I like ready right now. Though. Shall we ready for it? Oh please, I'm let me tell you something that I'm not feeling what I've heard so far, but to me that means nothing. Okay. <laughs> that means nothing. You can't judge somebody by a hurt leak single like you can't. You can't judge anything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. You see what I'm saying? Like I feel like, I feel like uh, again to go to so a song lyric to quote Tevin Campbell. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for Usher's album. I'm trying to think who else I'm really waiting on. I am waiting on Jeezy. Um, it's not like a lot of fourth. That's one. It's not a lot of fourth quarter. On paper, things yeah, that cool. like, it used to be that the music business was kind of getting more toys that you knew by the fall you were going to get all the big heavy hitters and you were guaranteed that you would get new albums from them. Like, oh, you know, yeah, like now it just seems like there's less emphasis on that. Like, when Lior was at Def Jam, it's like, you know, Kanye's going in the studio, we'll have an album December 10th. Like, you know, Kanye would have to put an album out this year. Like, whoever Ludacris, they'd have to have an album out. Wow. Yeah, so I'm saying I miss I miss that I missed the big push towards the fourth quarter where the heavyweights delivered. There was a J record, there was a DMX record, there was a Ja Rule record. You know, the, the, it was coming out. You were getting the big heavy hitters, and you would get them through the holiday season. You get them from September on, late September till the end of the year. You know, and I think that now we don't really have. We may get a Rihanna album, we may get a Jeezy album, we may get like there's nothing's ever. As really I, I do want to hear, you know? I want to hear Rihanna's album. Yeah, those are the ones you know probably most excited about. But you know, I think I think the site, the wrap up, the pretty good site that does the teen stuff. They put up the list of the confirmed fourth quarter releases, and it's pretty underwhelming overall. You know, I mean, I think the big ones are Jeezy, Rihanna, um, you know, maybe a handful, but. Overall, it's just like, okay. I'm sitting a lot of records that should have been out are dragged on and haven't been out. A Marie, the clips, like records that we would have really wanted Earth. last summer, you know, are finally coming out. So I'm not, I just put a record. I'm, I'm not. The clips? Waiting on either one of those records. <laughs> <laughs> last summer, this summer. A Marie, yo. That's true. Shout out to um, at TJ's DJ's. He's um, down there, I guess, oh, it's at the BT Awards. Yeah, he works with us. He, he says a half a minute ago, Jay-Z and Jeezy are performing great way to start the awards show. Oh, is it Jay's doing the show? It's, 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 oh. It says right here, if, if TJ's DJ's is to be believed, babe, it says Jay-Z and Jeezy are performing great way to start the awards show. Jeezy's good at putting out them, uh, getting those people out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jeezy is... He might is Jeezy my favorite rapper? I think he quietly is your favorite rapper, baby. I think I think this is the Jay Z Jeezy household, baby. So we should be at the BT Hip Hop Awards right now. No, babe. you should be. Babe. <laughs> I don't know why the rap radar isn't down there, babe. What's going on? Rap radar wasn't invited, babe. That's how you guys do it. It's BT and Stephen Hill don't really get along too. That's tough, not babe. true. I mean, Stephen Hill and and rap radar. Yeah, BT, think, you know. How about Elliot Wilson, and Stephen Hill, and BT and rap radar? Let's just say. <laughs> How about do, do, do. <laughs> How about we've got to be at 59 minutes Oh yeah, yes. we almost did we are. Yeah. Wrap it up, one more question babe. Or we're just going to look lovingly into each other's eyes And bear our souls Um 
promise to do it next week? I don't think. Oh, I don't know. I can't speak on that. That depends. On, <laughs> it depends on how this week goes. Then we can get our loving rhythm back, man. We gotta do it more regularly. That's why it's a little, any kind of little awkwardness we're experiencing. It's just because we're not doing this with enough regularity. I wish that really people could see how I'm looking at you right yeah, now. Great, the situation. But I love you. I love you too, babe. Okay, that's gross. You have been making some really nice meals lately. I tell you that, right? That's the only reason you're feeling me because I've been cooking and, cooking and making all types of stuff. You're enjoying now, lately, Sam. It's because I'm not home. So then when I come home, then I feel like I need to get my cook on. Really? Oh, and does he? Did he tell you, Sam, that I leave him pre-made meals in Gladware? So that he could, yeah. So, but it's not like I just leave like the chicken in one container yeah, and the almost like, like a little TV dinner. Yes, and then all he has to do is heat it up <laughs> and make it for himself. And this is this is the life that he lives. It's not a bad life. <laughs> Be telling how I make you little breakfast sandwiches to take with you on your way in the morning. Have you talked about that? Have you spoken on that? I'm since you called me, since you called me all crazy on my name on the show today. You know, I were talking about how I treat you I'm on the sorry. regular basis. That's the only problem. I'm sorry I said that. I said that before I make a bad joke. I'm sorry I said that. Should we edit that out? We never edit nothing out here in the podcast. We keep it real, so I'm about to edit you out. <laughs> okay? Of the next six hours of my life. You can count on that right now. You're and on that note, today, man. I ain't going out on my own tonight. Holla, they are about to hit the don't you night out. Yes. Girls' night out. Yes, little girls' night out tonight. Girls' night out. About to get my um. When I get a boys' night out, that's you the just question. had one. You and Daddy yeah. Reef working it out. Let's oh, be for real. Please. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Daddy Reef and Shady Forty Five. <laughs> I didn't go out. Jesse hung out with Daddy Reef. I, I wasn't out with me. Your alter ego. Your alter ego. Jesse had a good night. All right, baby. All right, baby.